Welcome back to Long Covid Doctor, an educational series for sufferers of Long Covid. I'm Dr Tim Robinson, formerly a family doctor, GP for 30 years, now a Long Covid specialist. This is the second part on voice problems and Long Covid. In the first part, I talked about the symptoms, diagnosis and investigations and uncovered the causes. And in the second part, this part, I will talk about the treatments, management and outcomes. Check out the references, resources and links to social media in the show notes below. Just to say, diagnoses, advice, treatments that I mention should only be considered after discussion with your own doctor or medically qualified health professional. So here we go, part two on voice problems and long COVID. And so, by way of a brief recap of what I covered in part one, problems with voice are quite common in long COVID. Most people just put up with them. But those patients with speaking jobs, especially those who are customer facing, such as teaching and those in the hospitality industry, do have problems. The usual reason for these speech difficulties is the effect of the COVID infection on the vocal cords themselves. Swelling, irritation, soreness, either dryness or excessive mucus coating. In order to manage this, we need to focus on two aspects. Firstly, the vocal cords, the speech box, the larynx itself. Secondly, the whole person, the general approach. So, firstly, the vocal cords themselves. The advice given by expert speech and language therapists in looking after your voice come down to ways of soothing your throat, reducing irritants, and learning how to use your voice gently. So those three aspects, the soothing of the voice, of the throat, sorry, uh, reducing irritants and learning how to use your voice gently. So firstly, let's do soothing the throat. So this is best done by frequently sipping fluids, small amounts of fluids, water or squash preferably. Some people like to drink fruit or herbal tea. They find that very soothing. Try and avoid caffeine, the speech and language therapists tell us. Um, so those drinks that contain caffeine, particularly coffee, of course, or Coca-Cola or energy drinks. Then moisturising the, the larynx and vocal cords is very effectively done by vapour inhalations two or three times a day for 10-15 minutes. You could sort of put your head over a bowl of hot water with a towel over the head. Sounds bizarre, but it's really effective. So that's sort of ways to sort of soothe the throat. The next thing we've got to focus on is, is how to reduce irritants. Well, this is probably pretty obvious, but you know, got to stop smoking or vaping because that basically 
both of those are irritants to the, the voice box, the larynx. We've got to treat acid reflux. Again, that's pretty ob obvious, isn't it? You, know, you need to discuss this with your GP to soothe the throat by, um, by sort of uh, neutralising the acid. So, you know, the GP may well, if you've got um, heartburn, acid coming up and burning the vocal cords, then maybe um, prescription of an antacid, Gaviscon, just to neutralise the acid will help. Um, the GP, of course, will, you know, will look into that a little bit further. If they feel that it's significant, then they will refer you for an endoscopy, an upper GI tract endoscopy, to make sure that there's no narrowing and, and ulceration in the, in the, the lower esophagus. So basically treating the acid reflux. Another way to soothe the throat is by sucking boiled fruit sweets. Um, another way to uh, to address this reducing irritation is to is to reduce the amount of throat clearing and coughing. If you feel like coughing or clearing your throat, just take a sip of water and swallow it hard. Sort of drop your chin down and swallow swallow that sort of sip of water. Some people achieve the same by just simply swallowing, you know, their saliva, gathering some saliva in the in the mouth. And then dipping the, the the chin down and swallowing it. That will suppress a cough that's coming, if you like. And then the final way we've got to look after our voice is to use it gently, not to overuse it. Try to limit the amount and time you talk for, or take voice rests. Don't overforce it. Okay, speak gently. Don't raise your voice. But also don't whisper, because in doing this, you whispering sort of, you don't realise this, but it's sort of, to whisper, you tense up your throat. Okay, so the neck muscles, you know, become tensed and tightened, and if you like, constricts and, and pulls the the vocal cords and the larynx inwards. So don't whisper. Um, sort of avoid long sentences. Punctuate your sentences with pauses. Try to reduce tension in your jaw and neck and shoulders. Just sort of be aware of, you know, ask yourself, have I got tension in my jaw, neck and shoulders? So in general, keep reminding yourself, look, I must look after my voice. Okay, just be, be aware of that. If despite all these measures and you still have voice problems, really the next port of call uh, would be a speech and language therapist. You will find them invaluable. So ask to be referred by your GP to a speech and language therapist if you can. However, you know, sometimes direct referral may not be possible. Initial referral to an ear, nose and throat specialist, an ENT specialist, may be required. So once they have seen you and then checked your vocal cords, then they'll probably refer you onto a speech and language therapist, hopefully. 
The GP may also consider referral onto other specialists. You know, they may that may be needed. You know, from what has come out from the history and examination, for example, a respiratory specialist for someone with that chronic cough, persistent, unexplained. So, a gastroenterologist for persistent acid reflux or swallowing difficulties. I mentioned this earlier when I was talking about, you know, maybe the need for an endoscopy. Referral on to an occupational therapist for word-finding difficulties, cognitive impairment or brain fog, as we call it in long COVID. Maybe even a neurologist is needed for those those symptoms. Uh, referral on to a respiratory physiotherapist if you... Um, suspect a breathing pattern disorder that has come about as a result of the long COVID. And so those are all the specific ways that we can help with patients, uh, long COVID patients with voice problems. But as I mentioned earlier, we should also be considering the whole person, the general approach for managing long COVID. We need to be thinking about other factors such as nutrition. This is the whole person approach, nutrition and sleep and stress. So firstly, nutrition, you know, our diet. Preferably we should be all having a mixed balanced diet, the Mediterranean diet. That contains all the necessary minerals and vitamins, the building blocks for cellular and tissue repair, as well as anti-inflammatory antioxidants, the polyphenols, those, you know, those sort of naturally occurring plant substances that that give your vegetables and your fruits all those wonderful colours under the, uh, the whole spectrum of colours. The Mediterranean diet will also contain prebiotic fibre to nourish the microbiota, the friendly gut bacteria. And I cover this more fully in my talk on long COVID gut. Because as, as we know, you know, a healthy gut flora is so important for immune support, production of vitamins and hormones and neurotransmitter chemicals. Your diet also should contain oily fish, the best source of omega-3 fish oil, essential fatty acid for immune support. And finally, there's no harm in considering supplementation with vitamin D. We know that vitamin D is synthesized in our skin under the influence of UV light. But we live here in the UK, high up in the northern hemisphere. So we're relatively sunlight staffed, especially in the summer months. So that's diet done. Now on to sleep. Sleep, as they say, is the great healer. To refresh and repair. We must support the day-night cycle, the circadian rhythm, for release of various hormones, particularly growth hormone, which is mostly secreted at night, and this is the repair hormone. And so we must think about sleep hygiene, strict bedtime. You know, go to bed with a sleep-enhancing novel, a Jane Austen novel. Um, no mobiles and screens an hour before lights out. But why? Because they emit blue light, which is arousing, not pink light, which is calming. 
If you have difficulty getting off to sleep, you can try Pyridon, four milligrams. So clorpheniamine. We can buy this over the counter. It's the original first generation antihistamine, which is no longer used now because it's quite sedating. So, which is handy for people who have insomnia. Other supplements you could um, purchase are magnesium or melatonin. Both of them have quite a lot of evidence behind them to back up their use um, to enhance sleep. They're safe, tried and tested. Um, and then the next morning, set your alarm clock. No more long lines. So I cover all this uh, in much greater detail on my sleep disturbance presentation. Plus, besides nutrition and, and sleep, it's also more also important to tackle worries, anxieties, and stress. These all lead to fight and flight, adrenaline, sympathetic nervous system overdrive. We need to address this with mind-body techniques such as mindfulness. So why not download the Headspace or Calm app onto your mobile phones, relatively cheap, Many studies support the and demonstrate the benefits of mindfulness in stress and anxiety reduction. Um, so there we are. Those are the sort of various aspects, thinking the whole person, the, the general approaches to dealing with, with um, uh, the, the integrative general approach for recovery from long COVID. I think it's important to incorporate all those into your general recovery from long COVID, but also not forgetting um, there's other parts of long COVID management, which is really important. And that is, you know, fatigue management strategies. So pace, plan and prioritize. We remember the three P's. So pacing, the process of balancing um, activity, that is physical, mental, emotional, with rest. Pacing, as we know, gives you awareness of your limitations, knowing your limitations, knowing your baseline, to work to and not beyond, not too little, not too much. So we can plan how, how you use your energy most efficiently and most effectively. Pacing means no more push through. It's enough. You know, you say to yourself, stop, that's enough. I've done enough. I've got to conserve a bit of energy here. So I cover this more fully in my talk on long COVID fatigue. Besides all this general advice, there are a few trusted resources for long COVID. And the ones that we point our patients to mostly are your COVID recovery which is the NHS England website, a self-help patient resource for symptoms and information and self-management. There's links to that are in the show notes below. The Royal College of Occupational Therapists also have an excellent um, library of resources, particularly for management of fatigue in long COVID. Um, and there is also another excellent resource specifically for voice problems with long COVID. Um, 
hosted by the the long the Royal College of Speech and Language Therapists. On their website, I've put um, the link in the show notes below. I really recommend this. And so finally, what are the outcomes? What are the outcomes for patients with long COVID voice problems? Well, the good news is that most cases settle by using all the tips and tricks suggested. Both the specific ones, like soothing the throat and looking after your voice, and most cases do settle with time as the inflamed airways and the vocal cords settle and excess mucus usually eventually dries up so there is less throat clearing and as all the underlying long covid processes settle the dampening down of inflammation the normalizing of the immune system etc It all takes time, helped by all the advice on nutrition and sleep and stress. But most of all, time. With time, the voice will return to normal. And so that concludes the second part of my talk on voice problems with long COVID, following on from the first part earlier. I hope you found them both really helpful. And you know, check out the references and the resources and links to social media and in the show notes below. As I mentioned at the start, any advice, diagnoses, treatments that I mention should only be considered after discussion with your own GP or qualified health professional. In the meantime, I wish you well. I wish you well with your long COVID recovery. Cheerio. 